Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really excited to have with me on the line, Paul Makowitz. Paul is the founder of a digital marketing agency called Hashtag Smart, and he is also an Army veteran. After finding his way into the digital marketing industry and working at two different Inc. 5000 fastest-growing companies, Paul struck out on his own. Now he helps small businesses get a true understanding of their clients' behavior and uses that information to create highly effective digital marketing strategies. And this is going to be a really interesting conversation today. It's based off of an ebook that Google published, I don't know, maybe like nine, 10 years ago called Zmot Zero Moment of Truth. And the truth of the matter is, too few people talk about this. So I am really excited that Paul is here with us today to really talk about it, break it down, and how you can use it in your business. Paul, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Super pumped to be here. So can you please elaborate a little bit on your background here? So, you know, we got the army veteran part, you know, you started, uh, you got into digital marketing, you know, which is great. And uh, how did you end up finding your way towards this particular niche of, of working with businesses in order to help them understand, you know, the consumer behavior and what ZMOD is all about? How did all this start? Yeah. So after I got out of the military, I became golf pro for a few years and that, that was fantastic. Best job in the world. I just couldn't make any money doing it. Uh, so I, I started working with a digital marketing company in New York City that really focused on social media management, reputation management, uh, mobile websites for for small businesses. This could be restaurants. It was uh, a few. Uh, I was the golf course guy. So I worked with a lot of golf courses. And uh, eventually I moved on with them and started working with a company in Miami that specialized in search engine optimization and website development for attorneys. After those years, I, I kind of saw like, hey, why, why isn't anybody you know, pairing these items together? You know, there, there's a, a, certainly a synergistic relationship between what you're doing on social media, what you're doing on your website, the, the content that you're putting out there and, and how to best utilize it. But, but there wasn't any business that was kind of taking this full scope digital marketing approach. And, and really, that's where I wanted to come in. And so I spent a few years with a development team building out a, our e-brand dashboard where you can see all of your reviews, control all your social media, your business listings, SEO, website analytics, kind of a singular hub to, to take all of that noise that's going on with your digital marketing and, and distill it into more of like actionable insights that you can you know, take a look at a five, you know, five minutes on a report and, and actually have a pretty good understanding of what's going on with your online marketing. That led me to the zero moment of truth, which really intrigued me because I enjoy psychology. I enjoy kind of uh, digging into people's minds and, and how they make buying decisions, 
and, and the process that they're going through, but really more than anything, the technology and the access to technology, the fact we all have computers in our pockets now and how that changed how people made buying decisions. So when I was in school, I got my degree in marketing. So you know, we understand that the three-step process of marketing, which is always awareness. You know, I see that ad, uh, the first moment of truth. So I, I've seen that ad and I, I've now taken a buying decision. I've gone to the grocery store and picked up that box of cereal or, or that laundry detergent. And then the second moment of truth was the experience. So, you know, those uh, Lucky Charms were delicious. I want to tell my friends about it or uh, that was horrible, it's too sugary. I'm never going to buy them again. I'm going to hop online, write a review and complain. So so that was always the, the traditional marketing process was awareness, experience, or I'm sorry, awareness, the shelf, the first moment of truth, experience, the second moment of truth. Now we have technology. Now we compare. What I, what I tell my clients all the time is you have to be prepared to be compared. And what that means is if I hop on Google and uh, I work with a lot of professional service businesses, so attorneys, doctors, chiropractors, kind of people that are making a singular decision on, on a big item in their life. You know, you, you don't need an attorney all the time. Uh, and once you have one, you generally have one for life or you at least have one for a while. So when someone is making that decision, they're really making a decision that they're going to be investing lots of money, lots of time, lots of effort and building a relationship with someone. And so they're going to naturally do a lot of research in that situation. So if I just type, you know, personal injury attorney, Los Angeles, I'm going to see a, a whole laundry list of options. I'm going to see the ads, but you know, we all know only about 20% of people click on ads. Maybe I'm feeling lazy that day. I'm going to see the maps. I want to find somebody that's close to me so that, you know, I don't have to drive too far. LA traffic is horrible. So that's certainly a, a rationale out here. You could also maybe get down into the organics and now we're getting into SEO and, and seeing who's appearing in the highest of that. I might even ask people on social media, you know, hey, what's going on? You know, does anybody have an attorney that they would recommend to me? All these different aspects are this comparison step that we, we take every day, whether we're choosing the next Netflix movie we're going to watch or we're on Amazon buying something. We're just constantly bombarded with star ratings and reviews and social proof and all the reasons why we should make a decision for one product and service over another. And so with the zero moment of truth, it's really that step in between awareness and the shelf, the actual buying experience, first moment of truth, where I'm making this comparison step. And so, so many businesses don't really take the time to think about, hey, you know, what is that first impression that I'm leaving people on, say, my Google business listing or my Yelp page or uh, even my, my social media pages? Like, have I updated my cover photo to, to point out some value propositions that I have right away? You know, what is that uh, emotional connection people are having in that first 10 seconds that they're seeing me and they're comparing me to, you know, these 10 other businesses that are right near me? And what am I doing to utilize that brief moment of time to show them I'm the right choice uh, at the end of the day? And so the zero moment of truth, it's it's becoming all the more important, especially with the last year that we've gone through and how many more people are making decisions strictly online and, and that we're traveling less and that all of that research is happening, you know, generally on this device that's right in our pocket. You know, businesses really need to take that extra step to, to go through that process, pretending that they're a potential client or customer and seeing what they see and then deciding, hey, like, why would I choose myself or, or not choose myself? And then take some action off those things. You know what's really interesting about what you were describing, and you know, and let's just break apart the the idea for attorneys. A lot of attorney sites that you come to, they're pretty much brochure sites. 
right? You know, maybe there's a call to action on the top, but you know, for the most part, it'll say like, you know, I'm a, I'm an accident attorney or I'm a, you know, or criminal attorney or, you know, or divorce attorney or whatever it is. Right. And what happens is that they go into this mode of telling all about themselves, right? You know, graduated from here. I do X, Y, and Z services, things like that, where sometimes they don't necessarily think about the offer, meaning what is in it for me? If I'm searching for a divorce attorney in Miami, I want the divorce attorney who's going to serve my needs. I really don't care whether he graduated from the University of Pennsylvania or University of Wisconsin, right? I want someone who's going to be able to, uh, who's going to be able to attend to my needs right away. And when you start applying those principles of the zero moment of truth, I think a lot of what needs to go into it as well, you know, around that experience is, are you resolving that particular pain point that I have at that particular second, right? Because nobody types in divorce attorney in Miami for their health, right? Nobody does, <laughs> nobody does it for funsies. Nobody types in dog groomers, you know, because they just want to say, well, how many dog groomers are around? No, that's not why they do it. They, they're typing it into Google. And the reason why Google is such an important and central tool to all this is that it gives you the most relevant results right there at that moment, exactly when you are asking for it. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, the, the one thing I would want to piggyback off of Google, too, is um, you, you hit on two really important parts. One is your website. You know, Your website is the centralized hub of your business. It's the only thing you are in 100% control of, right? So you decide what message is on there. You decide what, what the value propositions you're putting out there. And, and one thing that you have to remember is people buy from people they like. They, they buy from people they relate to. So with, with all my attorneys, I ask them, you know, one of the first questions, I'm like, hey, what charities are you donating to? You know, what are you doing in your local community to, to positively impact those around you? What are the reasons that someone's going to choose you over, over a different attorney? And so when I ask them, like, you know, what makes you you? Why should I choose you? And they're like, well, I'm a car accident attorney. I'm like, great. So is everyone else. He's like, well, I have free consultations. I'm like, great. So does everyone else. Uh, but when, when you dig and you dig and you dig, and that's one of the fun parts of what I do and, and kind of why I enjoy the psychology of ZMOT is I, I get them to really like open up. I have one attorney, he's very active in his local community, does, does uh, talks with the children uh, at a, a after school activity at the local police station, kind of talks to them about chasing their dreams, gives them backpacks, you know, does does cool things like this. I have another attorney who, uh, he, he likes Harry Potter. You know, like I, I was digging and digging and digging, trying to like get him to like tell me something different about him. And he's like, all right, like I'll, I'll level with you. My kids and I, we love Harry Potter. We watch them all every holiday. We watch like, you know, all eight movies, however many there are of those now. I've got pictures of him like uh, dressed up as, as you know, uh, students at Hogwarts for Halloween with his kids. Like he's got something on his on his website, not only on his website, but also his business listings, which I'll get to as well. But those things that kind of differentiate you and at that zero moment of truth, if I'm comparing to people and I see somebody, oh, this dude likes Harry Potter as much as I do. And like, I immediately have like a relatable item with them. Um, you know, in my background, I, I put Spider-Man, I got Buffalo Bills stuff. I got a WWE Slammy. Like if anybody's a, as big a dork as I am and they, and they, uh, you know, have, have a conversation with me on a web chat, like these are value propositions around me. It's not only the things I, I enjoy and like, these are items that people could potentially relate with me real quick to, to kind of look at that right into the business listings as well. Your Google business listing is the most important listing you have out there. And Google has actually done a, an amazing job of 
really opening up the doors of conversion on that. You can get messages through it, obviously directions, phone calls, get to your website, all the things like that. But uh, you could put product cards and service cards. So when I'm talking about attorneys, I take every single uh, practice area that they have, even the the subtopics within those practice areas, and I create practice or product cards for them on their GMB. So imagine somebody says, um, you know, their Uber just got into a car accident. And so they pull up rideshare accident or Uber accident uh, on their phone and they get this map. They click through some of these uh, different map listings and they see one thing pop up and it says Uber Lyft accident service right there. Oh, I click on that. It's got a little bit of content on it. One button calling right on it. Like you just circumvented anyone even having to go to your website by keeping them informed at that comparison step. Hey, who am I going to pick right now? I need somebody now. Uh, we've less left the uh, conversion point right in their hand. Uh, it's one button away. Some pertinent information on their exact situation is right there. Even uh, some some pictures listed right in their GMB or posts that are going into their GMB kind of talking about this exact thing they need. So your website is incredibly important, but you can't forget you know your Yelp page because Yelp and Apple still have that contract. So if I'm saying, hey, Siri, find me a personal injury attorney, guess where that data is coming from? So you better be sure your Yelp page says what you do, right? Your Google business listing, um, you know, that's about 60% of searches. People are being funneled that way in some way. So it's, it's kind of how all of this works together. You know, this is not even talking about social. The amount of people that, you know, sit on Facebook and Instagram all day. Really, really fun stuff. And, and just taking a, a client and like pulling them through this, this process of like, hey, let's Google it. Let's see what you, you know, what comes up for you. Let's, let's talk about uh, that, that emotional connection people are having with you. And getting them to kind of get those wheels turning. I, I know attorneys are very good at what they do. They're not always the best at, you know, thinking about the the business of marketing and like how to, you know, have a smooth intake process that really gently escorts somebody through their legal situation and how to get reviews in each step of the process and and how those reviews impact the ZMOT for the next 20 people that, that search for them. And, you know, so, so kind of pulling all these different aspects of your digital marketing together to like a a synergistic relationship. That's the real fun stuff I, I enjoy doing. I love that example. I love how you really articulated, you know, the, the entire journey of how you bring a, let's just call it non-sexy industry, right? You know, because like you said, you know, attorneys, you know, they're not there for fun and games. They're there to get work done. And sometimes they have to put off like that tough demeanor and they feel like they, they need to look tougher than the next guy on the next billboard you know, type thing. I, I, you know, it's like, I see it all the time on, you know, like on the interstate over here where it's, just, you just go after, you know, attorney billboard, attorney billboard, attorney billboard. And you're looking at it, it's like, like, dude, come on, does that really work? And it's like, well, maybe it does, but yeah, you know, it's like, you know, that's uh, what they're trying to do is project strength, but they're also trying to project a story that I am going to be the person that's going to get it done for you. So I really like that analogy. Thank you so much for showing that. Let's dig in a little bit deeper on how a business can use ZMOT to hack the the consumer behavior, right? Because I think uh, that's really the secret sauce here is that once you get a particular business to think about how I'm going to serve them with their particular pain point at that exact moment in time, that is an art, right? I mean, let's face it. That is not something that you can just, you know, get a graphic designer and put a pretty graphic up and be done with it. There really needs to be a lot more thought, you know, you know, in, in order to get inside the head and really make me stop, press that button, make that choice on my, you know, on my six inch screen and actually make that happen. 
let's talk a little bit about hacking consumer behavior and how that relates to, uh, to ZMOD. How does that look like in your world? Yeah, the first thing I do is I go through the the visual breakdown of what the imagery online is telling me about that law firm. So I have one uh, fairly recent client that came to me and he's like, hey, you know what? I feel like I'm just not getting enough business online. I was like, all right, cool. Let me come down to the, to the office and we'll, we'll sit down, we'll chat about it. I walk in. This is the coolest law firm office I've ever seen. He's got neons on the light, on the walls. He's got great artwork everywhere floor to ceiling glass offices, like just a beautiful, beautiful office, not a single picture of it online. So uh, he also has this, this great team, you know, um, everyone was super friendly. They were, they're uh, greeting me as I was just walking down the hall and, you know, they didn't know me from, from anyone else. It was, it was a, a great atmosphere and I could see why, you know, he had great reviews online, but he only had a few of them. Like, so we actually sat down and kind of dug into the process. And the very first thing I told him, I was like, if you have a a friend that does professional photography or, uh, you know, you need to hire somebody. There are, are so many bad pictures out there. And it, it really blows my mind too, because it's not uh, like a huge financial investment. You can get a good photographer, for, you know, less than a thousand dollars. We also have some, some amazing tools right in our pockets here. I know my, my Samsung phone takes, uh, takes fantastic shots now. Um, and I've used those, but just displaying, you know, the interior, the exterior, the team, the experience that somebody's going to have when they choose to use your business. A, a lot of us uh, digest that information visually. And so many attorneys, and I work with a lot of doctors too, they tend to think that that text is everything. Oh, I, I got to say the right things online. I got to write the right things. But more than anything, you know, we, we look at pictures and we, we make connections. We, we make uh, pretty snap judgments on, on the imagery. And so I'm, I'm quite often blown away at how, say how poor the, the visual presentation is around a business. Cause that's, that's really the, the first impression that they're going to have on you. And then the next piece I always look at is eyeballs are really hard to get. That's why people spend so much money on PPC and on SEO. That's why we're always all working on our social media sites. So eyeballs are very difficult to get. But the other thing that really, um, I'll say this one aggravates me more than even annoys me is the lack of consideration of uh, conversion. You know, you have my eyeballs, but how, how quickly can you turn my eyeball into an invoice? And if I'm getting to your website and it doesn't have one button calling or even a form submission on like the top half of the of your homepage, you might lose me. Like if I got to scroll all the way to the bottom and you make me read through 50 things, you know, I might have liked you in the first 10 seconds that I got to your site and I'm ready to contact you. And if you're not delivering that option to me in a real quick, efficient uh, way that, you know, I can quickly give you my business. Now you're really not only failing me as, as a potential client, you're failing your business in not, you know, aggressively pursuing that conversion. Uh, very similarly, the intake process. I, I talk a lot about that, even though that's not a marketing thing necessarily, but if I'm going to generate, you know, 50 form submissions and hundred phone calls a month, I want to make sure that those are actually you know, doing something. And so that's another big part I, I talk to my clients about, which is like, okay, so when somebody calls, you know, what, what do you say to them? You know, if you have to put them on hold, what do you say to them? If, you know, you have to call them back, like, do you have some processes in place and kind of making sure that, you know, once we've gotten past the ZMOT, we've gotten past the, that initial, okay, cool. This business looks cool. I like this guy he likes Harry Potter, you know, give him a call. You know, are we, are we taking the proper steps to make sure that, you know, as they're going through this buying experience, they're really in, enjoying the process because me as a marketer, what I use that for is getting those people to leave positive feedback online, getting those people to leave reviews, or even if it's a star rating, you know, those things are very important. And uh, it's really, it's, it's, uh, 
it's a focus that's not paid enough attention to at all. And so uh, I'm really excited about Zmot coming out a little bit more. We're going to be updating um, Google's book with our with our own version here pretty soon. And I've also got some webinars coming out all about you know the different aspects of it, how to really optimize your GMB, how to optimize your Yelp, how to you know build out your social media and to keep it keep it spicy enough to keep people's attention at least get you know a, a second a second stop on your page and a follow this is really the future of where marketing is going and and people just need to pay a little bit more attention to it and, and so the tagline i use all the time for them is you know just got to be prepared to be compared you know be be ready to to take a look at what what your competitors are doing and then find a way to differentiate yourself Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that message is something that needs to be heard so much more. And especially when you're talking to a business that maybe doesn't have the experience to advertise online, you know, sometimes that whole conversation can be an uphill battle. You know, it can be this conversation where you're almost preaching to somebody. It's like, really, you didn't know that your phone is tracking you? You didn't know that your phone knows where you are? So like, you know, so if I do need an accident attorney in Santa Monica, like, yeah, your, your listing should come up. And sometimes having those conversations is really like, okay, let's start from the beginning. You know, let's uh, show you how to do that. One last thing I wanted to ask you before we move on is how do the other aspects of digital marketing mesh into this? I mean, one thing that comes to mind for me is retargeting, right? You already got someone to look at your at your Google map listing. You managed to get them over to your site. Maybe they didn't make a buying decision right then, but there are some ancillary actions that you can do to still keep you know, keep that, uh, you know, to keep that business on top of mind, you know, you can retarget them into, into Facebook or Instagram. You can have display Mm -hmm. ads that follow them around when they're looking at news sites. How do you help businesses explore those options as well? And do you think that they're necessary if they have perfected the the ZMOT framework uh, for their listings? They are 100% necessary. Uh, you never know why people are going to make a buying decision to, to look at the Google business listing. Again, they have these awesome tags that you can put on there. Like, you know, we're a veteran owned company. I'm a military veteran. You can put on there that you're woman owned, um, Latino owned, black owned companies. You, you want to have some sort of attributes about your business that differentiates you from all the other ones. So then when your retargeting comes in and they see that face again, uh, I like to do something that's not just, you know, bland. Um, hey, we're the law firm. You were on our site. Like, I'll I'll put something up there. Like, hey, remember me? Like, or you know, did you still need help? Like, those things are just key in their mind. Something a little bit different. I think differentiation is is sorely lacked in the legal field, certainly. But I think in general, you know, we tend to just want to follow the herd, right? Everybody's saying, oh, you got to do PPC. You got to do this. You got to do that. And and we follow the herd, and we think, oh, you know, that's that's the right thing. You know, podcasting, I think, is is an amazing kind of divergence from that path it's you know people tend to buy from my company because you know they they know that we care they know that you know i'm going to sit there and talk with them for 30 40 minutes about strategizing before i even sent them a proposal and they could take that information do what they want to do with it you know before i've even made any money and and the reason i'm doing that is because i enjoy doing it and i also i want to make sure that they understand that you know i i'm not expecting you to care about our services until you know that we care about you as a business and, and you as an individual and that you know, that kindness and relational uh, transactions, I think that's all, it's going to be becoming more and more important. I think we're becoming less necessarily like price conscious and we're becoming more emotionally conscious. Uh, people like, you know, 
people like community. And, and we're kind of stuck in this world right now where everything is national, national, national. And, and you know, I push a lot of like buy local. And, and I think maybe that's just, just part of me and, and my upbringing. But I also think that that's going to be making a pretty big comeback. And so finding ways to, to be involved in your local community and not just being like, oh, I'm the, I'm the big billboard guy and, and things like that. You know, finding those ways to differentiate yourself and say like, hey, like not only am I in your local community, but I like the same things that you like. And then utilizing that into your display advertising or your PPC advertising. Um, I do a lot of uh, geotagged, so uh, geofenced ads, you know, where we kind of find a place that we think, you know, might have a, a high potential of, of you know, possible clients at. And by showing them a, a, a geotagged ad. So what that means is, so say I, I walk into a building, my phone gets tagged. I walk out, I open a, a new site and suddenly I'm seeing an ad for a business. I never went to their website or anything like that, but it was just because of my geolocation. They knew where I was. And that's, that's actually a great way to just introduce yourself to some of your local community too. If you're, if you're doing it at um, different areas. Uh, so for some of my car accident attorneys, like we'll, we'll do it at maybe like an auto repair shop. And just, you know, if you're at an auto repair shop, chances are maybe you got in a car accident. And this might be your your first opportunity to be introduced to to this law firm. And if I see, hey, here's a cool attorney who, you know, he doesn't look like he's ambulance chasing. He doesn't look like he's, you know, being this rough and tumble guy. Um, character is a really, really big part of of the clients that I look for. And, um, you know, we're, we're in a very lucky place in that, you know, we're we're the type of marketing company that we work with high character people. We're, we're able to kind of not necessarily pick and choose all the time, but we really vet our clients a bit. I mean, we're trying to earn their business, certainly. And I expect them to be a, a pain in my ass here for, for the first few months that they're with me, like making sure that we're on top of everything. But also uh, one of the fun parts about getting into the psychology of Zima is you get to know your clients a little bit better and you get to really find out, you know, uh, the character of that person and why, like, if I had a legal service that I was, um, that I was looking for, you're like, why would I choose this guy? And, and getting to sit down with them and actually pull some of this information out of them. I think it allows us as a marketing company to really better represent them online because we know them a little bit better. We, we see why somebody, you know, why somebody would leave that positive review. Sometimes you read reviews and you're like, oh, is this fake? Is this fake? Is this... <laughs> but then you actually meet the guy, you talk to him, you're like, Oh, all right. Like, I see, I can now see why this all works. And so now when I'm designing a social media campaign for that person, it, it's a lot easier because like, I, I know about them. I know that they care. I know that they are, are genuine in what they're doing and they're not just some big ambulance chasing law firm that's, that's um, you know, out there may, maybe doing uh, some scrupulous items and, uh, you know, scrupulous marketing tactics in order to, to get on there or, or cheating in some way with their SEO. Uh, I want to find good character business and then, just amplify that online because that's what people want. People want to work with good people. They want to work with people that they can trust and, and build a relationship with. And so a lot of, a lot of business owners are a little bit reserved maybe, or um, shy. It may, might be too strong a word, but they're not, they're not willing to put their genuine self out there and, and be authentic online. And uh, that, that's the fun part of what I do is kind of like drag that authenticity out of them and say, it's okay to tell people you like Harry Potter. It's okay to, you know, be a fan of Marvel or, or you know, be a, be a fan of your local football team and, and to talk about that online. Like it's, it's truly okay. Like people will relate to that and people will like that. And so it's uh, oftentimes kind of like a little, little hand on the hand on the back, push them to, to get them to that, that point. But 
once they do, you know, really the world changes for them. They, they realize like, okay, like I can build the law firm that I want to build. I don't have to be this, uh, I'm a big tough guy on a billboard. I can be me and still enjoy the, the career that I've chosen. It's really fun. I love it, man. Thank you so much for that explanation. Uh, you know, I think that really hit home and it really draws out, you know, like the why, why this is so important. So really appreciate you going into that. Paul, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly? Yeah, certainly. The easiest way to get in touch with me is Zmot Expert, uh, Z-M-O-T-E-X-P-E-R-T.com. Uh, that is... That's my main landing page. I even put my calendar right on there. So you'll be able to see if I've got some available times in the next few days or next few weeks to, to sit down and go through your online presence and, and strategize a little bit and pull some of those some of those little nuggets of authenticity out. Uh, so that's on there. It's also got links to all of our Instagram. Instagram messaging is uh, always a pretty good way to get in touch with me. Um, I am on LinkedIn. It's just a uh, backslash Zmont expert. You can always find me over there. LinkedIn is a little tough because I do get lots of solicitations. Anytime you have business owner written on there, it gets a little tough. Uh, so I'd say the best two ways are zmotexpert.com and hit me up on Instagram. I love it. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with the audience today. It's been a really great discussion. And um, I think that, you know, just talking about Zmot in general, you know, r- more people need to get this religion. Right, because it is so eloquent in how it was articulated by Google about ten years ago in their first ebook about it, and finally being able to speak to an expert who can actually implement that and put it into practice is, you know, is just great. So um, I think everyone needs to get religion on it. Thank you for joining me on the call today. Much appreciated. I had a great time. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.